98FM, it is a Saturday social with Rachel. Now, this Bank Holiday Monday, Women's Aid and Alliance are launching their Stand Strong campaign, empowering people against domestic abuse here in Ireland. And joining me now to share her story is entrepreneur, businesswoman and domestic abuse survivor, Nora Casey. Thank you especially for coming in because I know you have a very busy and exciting weekend ahead of you. Where are you jetting off to? One of my bucket lists this year. Well, I hate the word bucket list, but I'm going to the Grammys for the first time. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. Like, I won't be in the posh seats, but I don't care. I'll be there. <laughs> More importantly, I'm going to the after show party. <laughs> so who are you going there with? Tell us everything. I have a really good friend who's, uh, yeah, she's DJ on the official after show party. So there's some of us, I belong to kind of a global group of women and there's about seven of us meeting up in LA, as you do. But by the way, the flights were great. What a trip of a lifetime. Is there anyone now performing or up for an award that you're looking to see? Harry Styles, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> He's in Palm Springs. I think he, he played there last night. So he's on his way back to do a bit of rehearsal. So. Oh, my God, amazing. And he is the kind of guy I feel like you would see at the after party as well. So you never know, Nora. There you go. Um, now, Nora, a lot of people will know you um, for the brilliant work that you do with women, but also, you know, your publishing career. And uh, I actually met you years ago. Wow. Spoiler. Okay. In, um back when you, in Irish Tatler, I was an intern there many moons ago. When were you? Oh, like literally over 10 years ago. And I was just out of college and I was doing my interning there and loving it. And I think I met you in the kitchen once and I was like, oh, my God, there's Nora. And here you are ruling the world. I feel so proud. <laughs> yes, you created this, Nora. You created this. <laughs> um, but you do fantastic work. You know, you, you founded Harmonia many years ago. You, you have uh, Women's Way now as well. And um, talking about the print industry and that, Nora, like a lot of people kind of talk about it as if it's on the way out or it's in the decline or there's no space for it anymore. What what do you say to that? Well, unfortunately, I think, you know, when radio came along, you know, they said, oh, the news media would be gone, then television came and radio would be gone. And, and unfortunately for magazines and newspapers, when the internet arrived in the digital age, they didn't say anything else was going to be gone other than print. So when you think about radio, my husband worked for the BBC and the average package, I think, was one minute, 30 seconds. Um, now we listen to podcasts, which we feel shortchanged if we don't get a full 60 minutes. Mm. So the absolute opposite of has happened in some areas like our book reading and I don't mean audible which I'm slightly addicted to but <laughs> hard copy book reading is actual through the roof. books yeah so it's I think people decide ways in which they want to consume stuff and that'll always be there I'm just grateful I've only I, I sold a lot of the magazines so Woman's Way is still there wonderful magazine and still people go into a shop every single Monday and they put money on the counter and they mm-hmm. pay for it and they're very happy to I think there's nothing nicer than having a physical thing that you can flick through and especially for planes and stuff magazines you kind of can't go wrong with it and um, now we are here to talk about women's aid and alliances stand strong campaign which is happening this weekend Tell me more about your, your involvement with Women's Aid and why you got involved and why I suppose it means so much to you. I took a decision a few years ago to talk about this on The Late Late Show and uh, I can honestly say it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And at that time, I, I spent nine years with a very violent and abusive husband in London um, and I was plagued with the idea that, you know, why on earth did I stay? I was always on panels with women who'd say, oh, if a man lifted his hand to me, I'd be straight out the door. And here was I, this weak sap doormat who had actually put up with all of that for nine years. And it was really only after that I realised how strong I was. You know, it's, it's a really different concept of being strong. I stayed in that marriage, even though he broke my ribs. And in fact, 
he broke a bone in my face and the muscle on the left side. So sometimes when I'm smiling, I'm reminded of one of the worst experiences of my life. Um, And it took me so long to say that I was going to leave him. I mean, nine years is a long time. When I did eventually leave him, it was after multiple attempts, after he threatened to kill himself, threw my clothes out the window, violent episodes. Um, And I know why I left him now. We don't Mm. know enough about it. It's not why women stay, it's how do they leave. Mm. So I know how I left him because my mum had come to London and seen him slap me. And she tackled me about it and said, you know, basically, if you don't leave him, you're going to have two brothers who will spend their life in prison for murdering him. Mm. And I stayed with me for four or five days and I was living in South London and working in North London. So it was a two hour drive. Every Monday morning I used to cry on that journey and over and over again say to myself, why didn't you leave him this weekend? And every mm. Friday I'd go home full of resolve that this weekend I would actually leave him. So here it comes to the Friday and it's four o'clock in the morning. I had no money. He was very wealthy. I was living in his home. He had all the money, I had all the debt. I had nowhere to live and I woke him up. And on those long car journeys, I'd actually written a speech in my head, you know, Mm. and it was perfect as those kind of speeches in your head often are. Mm. And I woke him up and uh, he said, what are you doing awake at 5 a.m.? And I said, I'm leaving you. And I went straight into my speech about how the abuse and the violence was too much. And I could just hear him snoring in the background, uh, so disinterested in me leaving. I still think it was the most courageous thing I've ever done in my life. But there was a little kernel inside me that said, you know what, you're never to allow anybody to own you like this again. Yeah. You need to stand in your own defeat and be financially independent. I started off life as a nurse. So the most important thing about that is anyone who sets out to be a nurse doesn't set out to make millions or to be a dragon in Dragon's Den. Mm. I come from North Dublin. I went to a Dutch school. It's the most unlikeliest of things for somebody like me to end up doing what I did. Mm. And even though it's a tough message, it was that moment of courage where I decided that I wasn't going to allow myself to do that again. And then I met Richard. And if I hadn't done that, I met Richard, a beautiful man, the love of my life. I realised that's what love is. Mm. The toxicity with Peter wasn't love. I had my lovely Dara, um, who's a great boy. And even though Richard died, I still had the love of a great man, which I'm always grateful for. Yeah, and Nora, thank you so much for sharing that because I think it is through sharing stories and people listening today, you know, it it might just spark someone into thinking, wow, that really sounds like like my story. And some people, um, they almost don't want to believe that this is their story, as I'm sure you probably did as well. And thank you for sharing because it's not an easy thing to to retell. But, you know, this movement is all about standing strong. It's about sharing experiences. And, you know, like you were saying, I think one of the biggest things that, that women struggle with when it comes to domestic abuse is that whole thing of leaving. And I mean, I suppose there's various reasons around why they don't, including stigma. What do you think are the biggest things holding women back from just telling a friend, telling anyone, holding up their hand and saying, I think this is me? Because it's the most frightening period in a domestic abuse relationship. I mean, more women are killed when they try to leave because your abuser suddenly realises they're losing control and it's it's really frightening and it's very, very dangerous and that's why charities like Women's Aid are fantastic because, you know, if you phone that helpline there'll be somebody amazing at the other end. Um, never feel that anyone's going to judge you or what level of abuse you think you've had. I think typically, particularly young women say, oh, it wasn't that bad, it wasn't as bad as your story or someone else's story. 
all of your stories are important and mm-hmm. somebody will listen and get you to a safe place. You know, I wish I could reach into the heart of everybody out there, uh, men and women, um, who feel they're being abused and just remind them that inside themselves they're very strong. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't feel, I felt totally powerless, by the way, and did for years. And like my little superpower now is, is actually telling my story to you mm. in the hope that somebody listening will say, I can do something about it. Yeah. Know? And it's incredible. That's why I'm saying sharing these stories is so, so important. So the Stand Strong campaign is taking place this weekend. Monday. Uh, Monday which can I tell you something really surprising? Yeah. Um, to all you yoga experts out there, when I started putting up posts of my very bad warrior pose, <laughs> I didn't need the critique of where my legs should be and my hands. So I would just say to you, that's fantastic that you know how to do it. But I'm encouraging anyone to do badly formed, seated, any kind Give of warrior Give it a pose. shot. Give it a shot. What is the warrior pose for yoga? Oh, yeah. So you, you put your left leg back and your right leg on bended knee and you... And you, and you put your arms straight out. Yes. Oh, I have done that yeah. before. Okay, brilliant. Oh, or follow me on Instagram because I have about 20. <laughs> I think my brother, even my brother was being judgmental. I was doing it down in Leitrim on the side of a lake up on a ledge where I thought I was going to fall. And he kept saying, you need to get your back legs straighter. I was, Oh. You're like, I'm doing my best. And listen, that's all we want people to do this weekend is to do their best, do their best warrior yes. pose, put it on Instagram or social media with the hashtag Stand Strong. And we are, you know, raising much needed funds for, for women's aid. Nora, where would, um, if people want to find out more about yourself, if they want to follow you, you know, they've probably been inspired by your yeah. story today. Um, where can people head along to you? Do you have I'm social on, media? Uh, yes, I have a big following on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. And I'm always Nora Casey. I'm never anything other than that. But also woman, Women's Aid. Uh, IE and Allianz are working with them on this campaign and this, if you could just get it trending on Monday yeah. the most important thing firstly I felt very alone and all of those people out there are struggling they see it popping up time and again on their feed that all these people are standing with them but more importantly the abuser has it in his face mm-hmm. left, right and centre all of these people saying I'm standing strong it's not acceptable we know this is going on so it might actually stop him in his tracks too Absolutely hashtag stand strong yeah. this Monday um, if you want to find out more standstrong.ie is all the information and if you have been affected by domestic abuse uh, Women's Aid has a 24 hour national free phone helpline 1800 341 900 1800 341 900 entrepreneur uh, businesswoman and domestic abuse survivor Nora Casey thank you for joining me on the Saturday Social on 98FM thank you